This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Now, ladies and gentlemen, here's D.A. Uh, it's not even Sean. No DA, no Mraz at the moment. It's Bogish, Boyle, EJ. There's a Caserta bouncing around, but we've lost our locker room leader. Is he in the library brushing up on the 50 states and their abbreviations? Is he finally finishing college, which began in 2006? So many questions, so few answers, but he is giddily back in the room. We survived 20 seconds without you. Are you all right? Yeah, I, okay. I have no problem with you leading us out of an hour. But it seemed like Boyle did. Boyle looked nervous. Why? We're co-hosts. He looked shaken, worried. We're co-hosts. I think he's still I thrown off. I only take the leads out of Ego. I know. I think he's thrown off by he's not a draftable player. Well, we spent a lot of last hour discussing. He seems to be handling things well. Uh, by the way. Damn little, you, Mary. I had a little rumble in the belly. Oh, that never happens. It's cold like it is. Rumble in the bed? <laughs> Bro, not everything comes back to the bedroom. <laughs> I Rum- thought that's what you said. Rumble in the belly. In the belly. Oh. The belly. Yeah. I, I tell you, my new diet and what I've been taking. How are those T-pills treating you? Uh, I didn't take them all weekend. Is that good but, or bad? I don't know. I feel fine. Uh, but the dietary stuff, my stomach, I definitely lost weight, by the way. I got in the scale. I couldn't believe it. That being said... The interactions, I'll call it, with my stomach are happening a little later in the day than they, or later in the morning than they usually do. I've noticed the last two weeks. The exit velo. <laughs> it's it's down? You're making no, poorer I'm, contact? I'm, no, I'm making hot, harder contact, but later in the innings. Okay. If you will. So you're more of a clutch player now. Yeah. Like last three innings yeah. within two runs. For sure. Okay. For sure. So I've been up about four hours, so you guys do the math on what just happened. Okay? 855-212-4227. Then I forget to say 55212-4CBS. It's Mraz. It's Bogues. Canadian bacon. 18 minutes away, Bogues. Ready to see what EJ Stewart cooks up here as the judge and oinker of Canadian bacon. He will hand out the oinks today. And King Pork. 
Pat Boyle, who's feverishly still typing away at a script as our Stanley Cup is set. So hockey fans will check that box. Our last bacon of the week? That's right. Yeah. So we will not have bacon again the rest of the week after today. Now, Boyle looks relieved. Well, we do one next Monday, even though game one's on Saturday. I think you have to. I would agree. Stanley Cup, different rules apply. But that's a big bonus of a full day of writing, a full Sunday and to prep a script. And still out, so I will not be doing Mondays. Okay. But so. then you're back for game two, which is Monday night? Two days after that, it'll be Monday. It is, okay. Yeah, okay. So, boy, let me just go. Are you? What days are you in the rest of the week? I have no idea. <laughs> oh, this week? Yeah. Uh, Friday. That's it? Yeah, you got Kevin Wall, the return of Kevin Wall the next two days. Wow, we've buried the lead. It took us two hours to get there. Oh, man, we really have to get to Game 7, but I have some thoughts on Pete because Pete also just sent me a text. The fast ones he is pulling as he is out here. Wait, is Pete back? Does anybody know? (laughs) Pete told me that he's taking most of his time off with his child in September. When his wife, who's a teacher, has to go back to school, Which is totally fine. Yes, of course. But I need to know if it's Pete and Kevin Wall. That's what I need to know. Boy. Kevin Wall back, by the way, after a stand-up in Hartford. He's back. We sent him to the minors. Now he's back. We've called him back up. Which I also have some thoughts on. Boy, did he... He's been back for a week. He already took the company up on free Yankee tickets, I saw. He's very much doing the Aaron Rodgers thing. Yeah. He's he's diving back into New York culture. He probably had the Taylor Swift show this weekend, too, like Rodgers was. So we'll get to some Kevin Wall. I want to kill him on that in a couple days. So now that I know he's in. All right. Game seven, though. I'm going to try to be DA here. Stay on track. Stay on track. Stay on track, Sean. All right. Last night, the Boston Celtics lose. How could they come up short like that and score the fewest points they've scored in any game this season as it's right in front of our our, our faces at 84 points? Jason Tatum heard at the beginning, but this has been a team that just keeps trying to knock on doors, right? They make a finals last year. They're back. How many Eastern Conference finals from Brad Stevens to Ime Odoka and to now Joe Missoula can a team make, and they finally not win a finals? Jason Tatum, yes, he's still a baby, but let's be honest. This feels like a core group. It feels like I've been watching Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, Al Horford play basketball together for the better part of 10 years almost, and... The Celtics fall short again. And this really, when the Bucs got eliminated, should have cleared a path here. And the Celtics dug themselves a 3-0 hole. And just too much un- inconsistencies. And let's let's hear our little package that was put together. here. As the Eastern Conference Championship belongs to the Heat. 103-84 the final. For the seventh time. In the 35 years of Miami Heat basketball, your Miami Heat will battle for the NBA's title. I expected to win today um, and move on. And that's what my focus was on. That's what my focus has been on. Uh, We failed. I failed. And it's hard to think about anything else right now. You know, these guys have been a resilient group. So it was just an honor. Um, to play with and share the floor with, you know, our guys and our coaching staff. And, and it's pain that we are here coming up short. Jalen Brown, of course, after Heat Radio on the call. So after the game, there was a lot of discussion about Joe Missoula's future. After he, by the way, has already signed that extension 
And I kind of think that winning those three games and getting this back to a Game 7 saved his job. And I think that he might get a little bit of a pass for not having the full preparation of an offseason. Look, he came up short versus a great coach. I don't think Missoula's gone. Let's start there, Bogues. I would agree. I don't think he should have been fired to begin with, even had they been swept. But certainly now getting to Game 7, I think you have to let him learn on the job. There were reasons why you gave him a new deal, or a first deal, I guess. Halfway through his first season as head coach, he's learned his lessons, and you hope that he's better for it next season. And we haven't even gotten to Nick Nurse yet in Philly, but Nick Nurse is off the board. Kind of a little surprising still that, yo, Adrian Griffin was hired by the Bucks, But, I mean, unless it's Monty Williams walking through the door, Kenny Atkinson walking through the door, I don't know what Boston necessarily does as an upgrade if they get rid of Missoula. But I believe that that voice you heard, Jalen Brown, and I think it's widely believed, he probably played his last game as a Boston Celtic. He's a free agent after next year. He's behind closed doors, if you believe reports, basically made it known he doesn't even love the idea of playing in Boston long term. He has been the Robin to Tatum's Batman, but I think is even proven to the Celtics. Now, forget what Tatum, uh, forget what Brown thinks. I think the Celtics have probably seen enough from Jalen Brown to know, look, man, with him as our number two, we cannot get over the hump. And last night, prime example, Tatum gets hurt early in that game, and Jalen Brown's turning the ball over left and right. Yep. I mean, 19 points almost by default because somebody had to score him for Boston. But you look up at that low point only, 84, Tatum's hurt. Brown, if he's a true, like, number two, he's just got to do more. And time in and time out, he just does not do it at a consistent level. And even shy of just the raw points numbers, he's been in big, important games before. But he played that game last night like he didn't want to be there. Yeah. He took threes early in the shot clock. It would advise threes at other times, like deep later. He just did yeah. not play a game like an experienced frontline player like he was. And that game, they needed him. Yeah. He looked overwhelmed at times. Yeah. And, and you know, we've, we've, a lot of people have had the Jamal Murray conversation, like where he fits in the grand scheme of NBA stars, superstars, number two guys, whatever. If Jamal Murray is the other Celtic last night and Jason Tatum's got a bum ankle. Jamal Murray scoring thirty five points. He's not. He's playing the way Derek White played. Yeah, and he's producing even more. He's not shying away f- from the moment. And Jalen Brown just didn't show up last night. Now he said after the game, "I sucked. We sucked. I failed." So you want to have a tiny bit of sympathy for the guy because he knows how bad it was. But it was bad, and it was not a great series to begin with. I mean, you couldn't buy a shot for multiple games, and they just they need to do something else now. They just yeah. they tried the Shake little things. They had to change coaches. Now it's time for a big thing. And I don't know what you get back for him. You That's may end up missing him. But I think it's worth really figuring out what the market is for him right now. Because that's the dangerous, uh, I guess, like, what are they, the threading of the needle they need to do here, which is they clearly need to upgrade and try something different. But at the same time, you can't just get peanuts back for Jalen Brown and walk away with nothing where you're actually improving the team. So my guess is, and how this typically works in the NBA, is for the Celtics to try something different and, in their mind, upgrade, and to move Jalen Brown out, I think it's obvious this would probably have to be a three- or four-team type deal. Because I think it's going to be a very rare case where you move Jalen Brown somewhere where the place you're moving him, that team in return feels like Brown is going to be their long-term pass next year. Match-up salaries... 
and still get back a talent that fits the right matchup with Tatum, which is why I think it has to be some kind of 3-4 team deal. Um, are, you know, are the Raptors in a spot where it's, you know, Van Vliet, Siakam, uh, oh, oh, Van Vliet's a free agent, okay. OG, like, are they in a spot where they, you know, can move out some salary? And, and they look to rebuild as they've lost. Now, Adrian Griffin's left that team as well. Who knows? Um, the future of Dame Lillard. Does Boston want to go down that road? Does that, you know, conflict too much with Jason Tatum? You know, who knows? Certainly not going to be signing Kyrie Irving. I could promise <laughs> you that. <laughs> but there also is to take into consideration, there was a pretty emotional video in the from the Celtic locker room after game six where Tatum and Brown, like, they have the little pre you know, post-game huddle. They do the one, two, three Celtics. And as they're breaking up, Tatum and Brown come together and they're almost like forehead to forehead, just like smiling at each other, like reveling in the, what they had just done, yeah. showing their connection. So how much do you want to do you have to listen to Jason Tatum going, you can't yeah. trade trade my buddy here? Because, you know, the other cliche is the devil you know is better than you, better than the devil you don't. Like you can you know what Jalen Brown is and isn't. You may be getting rid of him and bringing in a different set of hurdles that you have sure. no idea about. Yeah, and Brown after the game, we failed, I failed, we let the whole city down. I, look, NBA, if Tatum feels that way, he's the most loyal person ever. I mean, there's been plenty of NBA teammates that I'm sure have loved each other, and then things just have to change, and they're talked into it. But I, I believe that that will be the one major change. It's just really curious as to, you know, to what extent and how the Celtic team looks differently. Also, it should be noted, I was born in May of 1987. Now, some of you listening might be going, oh, you're a young pup. And, you know, to an extent I am. But I'm 36 years old. I've seen enough sports over 36 that I think I can hold my own in a room and I know what I'm talking about. I'm not a a 19-year-old kid who has no concept. We are now in a spot where I am four years away from being 40 years old, folks. You're 43. (laughs) Okay? Yeah. I've seen exactly one Boston Celtics championship in my lifetime, and it happened when they put together an unbelievable run year there with that big three, including Ray Allen, obviously Paul Pierce, and Kevin Garnett. For all the flack I get around here about the Yankees, what if 09 never happened? What if 09 happened, never happened? You know, What if the masterclass trade for Kevin Garnett never happens? What if 08 never happens? The Celtics, for the better part of... An entire generation that includes people like me, who were close to our 20-year high school reunion, have been, I've honestly, one of the most overrated franchises in sports. A big bridesmaid, not a bride-type franchise. Constantly Eastern Conference Finals, NBA Final Trips. But one, one parade in my lifetime the Boston Celtics have had. I'm officially tired of hearing about how great the Boston Celtics have had. You know, I've had it. In my years of life, okay, do you know how many teams have won more than one championship in the NBA? And this is, remember, a league that's predicated on dynasties. So you would think not that many. Uh, so you're, you're saying since eighty seven, say eighty seven on. How many NBA teams do you think have won more than one NBA title? So Pistons, Bulls, Spurs, Heat. Oh, you're good at this. Yeah, I mean a lot. Seven, seven. Okay. Rockets have won two. The right. Pistons have won three. The Heat have won three. The Warriors four. Spurs five. Bulls six. Lakers eight. Eight since 87. Seven teams. You would think the way we hear about the Boston Celtics franchise and the way you hear from their fans and the way you hear about history 
Is it fair to say that me at 36 years old, I should have seen more than one Celtic franchise the way the aura is painted? Um, one one so championship. This, this feels like our Brad Stevens arguments. I they yes, you can look at it where they fell short. They just they are disappointing. They should have won more. But most of the NBA or a good chunk of the NBA would sign up for this lack of success, quote unquote, the Celtics yeah. have had multiple conference finals, multiple finals, and a title. Yeah, you also have a fan base. I think that is A, extra satisfied because they also just had the greatest run in quarterbacking and head coaching in NFL history and mm-hmm. were in a Super Bowl every year. Uh, they've won a Stanley Cup in between and broke a curse in the midst of all the Celtic stuff right. and won three World Series. So I think internally, the fan base of the Celtics, I think they don't even fully grasp how maybe disappointing the last 30-plus years have been because they still do have that title. And as a city, they've just been been overwhelmed with parade after parade after parade. But the reality is the idea of the Celtics is actually greater than the reality has been for my entire life. They have been. Now, they've had, you're right, success, playoffs constantly, Eastern Conference Finals trips constantly, one, exactly one ring on their finger. The Raptors, the Cavs, the freaking Mavericks, and the Milwaukee Bucks also have one <laughs> ring in that lifetime. Okay? In the end, what you're playing for the great success, in essence, they've had the same amount of success as the Toronto Raptors, who didn't even exist in 1987. Right. I mean, the ultimate success. But year in and year out, you'd still want to be the Celtics, not the Raptors. Yes. But that also, be- this is where I'm speaking as a Yankee fan. That becomes extremely frustrating. Sure. But you know what it almost becomes? Boring. Being that good constantly and always having the same result ending where you never really get it done, I will tell you, speaking from a Yankee fan perspective, it becomes boring. You become dejected. And fans of teams who were never tasting actual playoffs or playoff runs can't relate to that. And I understand how selfish and stubborn that sounds. Oh, you're in the ALCS all the time. How is that boring? Because it just feels like you're you're playing out the same season over and over again. And you never taste that fine. It becomes right. so frustrating. It bores you. you. You become the victims of your own success. Your yes. expectations are different. And everything, I mean, everything has context. So the Celtics are disappointing because they're the Celtics. Yes. But there's at least a third of the NBA that would want to be the Celtics right now. Yes. With all of, even, even the, off the heartbreak of last night, the Pistons, who haven't been good since when, would love the last decade plus of Boston. No, you're right. But then at the same time, two things can be true. Other teams yeah. can want that success. But also, we need to stop talking about the Celtics when anybody 40 or younger only remembers 08. Oh, I, stop talking? What does that mean? Stop talking about well, them? Well, I think every year we enter the playoffs talking about how great this franchise is. Right. I mean, and they, they just got the Game 7 of the Eastern Conference and Final. And we're down 3-0. And again, let I us know. Down. But let they got down. the Game 7. They're 8. And they lost to an inferior team. But Bottom they were- the Celtics are a very good franchise. They are not a great franchise anymore. Well, I mean, they're a great franchise. They're the Celtics. A great historical franchise. And they're still pretty good right now. I mean, E.J. Stewart was in diapers when they won a title. Oh, wait. <sighs> Jesus. I was what? In college? Or a high school senior. E.J., yeah, don't, don't, that, don't ruin the narrative here. I'm still in diapers at 36. <laughs> That's your <laughs> fault, not E.J. Oh, Which is why I missed the, the bathroom. Here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, we have bacon that needs to be canadian okay? And it's a big hockey game in Dallas. Could the Stars do what the Celtics are trying to do, force a game seven? We find out next as a story is told. 
by one Patrick undrafted free agent Boyle on Canadian Bacon Next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The sizzle of the best goals. Sing us a song. You're the overtime ending man. The saltiness of the best games. God, we're having a good time. Having a good time. Crave the nightly action of the Stanley Cup playoffs. That's a hockey, you know, it's only it's only game. Why do you have to be mad? He's a good guy. It's your morning serving of Canadian bacon. Only on the DA show. Oh baby! Your only Canadian bacon of the week here. And before we get it started, Ostrich Eyes did tweet at us, actual Trash Tuesday. I'm trashing the Stars effort last night. That was just sad. Stars country, let's cry. All right. Let's find out what Ostrich Eyes is talking about with the one and only Pat Boyle. All right, gentlemen. The Celtics failed to become the first team in NBA history to successfully complete an 0-3 comeback. However... We had the same storyline brewing in the Western Conference Finals last night. The Dallas Stars were flaming out just a few days ago, down three games to none against the Vegas Golden Knights. However, they returned to the American Airlines Center last night, looking to continue flying high and force a Game 7. In the last 45 years, only two other teams in Stanley Cup playoff history completed miraculous 0-3 comebacks. So the Stars were hoping to 
Come and knock on our door. Come and knock on our door. We've been waiting for you. We've been waiting for you. Where the kisses are hers and hers and hers. Three's company too. But shut up, Janet and Chrissy. Jack, Eichel, and the boys from Vegas had something to say about that. Dallas was hoping for a starry night, but just like Van Gogh's mental health, this game got ugly fast. Before we even got five minutes underway, William Carrier said not today as he flicked a backhand over Jake Ottinger for the first goal. Then, a costly penalty from Issa Lindell minutes later, flipping the puck over the glass from the defensive zone. Hey, Issa, Yusa, or Alusa, because you cost your team. Vegas cashed in on the power play and cashed out a second goal when William Carlson, whose nickname is Wild Bill, said to the Stars, it puts the lotion in the basket or it gets the hose again. Well, Dallas got the hose either way one more time in the first period as we got your goal of the night. An early au revoir to the Stars from Keegan Colasar. Knights take the puck from behind their goal. Martinez springs Colasar, joined by Carrier. Bank pass to him, left circle, back in front. Colasar scores! What a setup! The Golden Knights have taken a 3-0 lead. Keegan Colasar, the superstar. A game that was once tight like all the women who do their Kegels. Keegan loosened it up real quick. The Knights kept the meteor shower going in the second period as the Stars came crashing down to earth. Jonathan Marchessault, the man from Cap Rouge, Quebec, did the Moulin Rouge on his way to scoring. And the Knights were singing, Itchy Gitchy, ya ya, ta ta. Itchy Gitchy, ya ya, he. Mocha Chocolata, ya ya. 4 nothing Vegas after the second. More of the same in the third period as Dallas fans got to drink their own tears, regurgitate them, and then drink them again before they even headed for the exits. William Carlson added another, and Michael Amadio put the finishing touches on this one. Sweet melodies for Vegas fans. Here is your final call from Golden Knights Radio. Kellyan, Carlson, Colasar, Marcheseau, Carlson, Amadio. This one is over. 6-0. A shutout victory in Game 6 for the Vegas Golden Knights. For the second time in six seasons, the Golden Knights will play for the Stanley Cup. Western Conference champions in 2023, the Golden Knights will play the Florida Panthers in the Stanley Cup Final. On Carrier, on Carlson, on Colasar, on Marcheseau, on Amadio, Santa said to the Knights as he piled in his sleigh with toys and goodies for the good boys and girls in Vegas. Even the naughty girls in Vegas. And nothing but coal for all of you in Dallas. Six, nothing, the final. After the game, your soundbite of the night, courtesy of Vegas head coach Bruce Cassidy. I asked the guys. I, I, I'm not a superstitious guy at all. So I was game for whatever they decided. I mean, they're, it's their moment. Um, they wanted to pass it around great. If not, that's fine by me too. Bruce talking about the Campbell Trophy. Oh, come on, Bruce. Let's go, Goose. He wanted to get loose as Cassidy didn't have the capacity to be superstitious. The Vegas Golden Knights are heading to their second Stanley Cup final in their short franchise history. Now, can they declaw the Panthers? And that is your Canadian bacon. That, that was good stuff. That was good stuff. All right, EJ Stewart, what do we got? <laughs> This is back-to-back shows that we have hosted, Bogues, where a non-peak grader is given five oinks. 
I actually think this one's deserving. I'm not going to be a hater here. Yeah. This was my favorite bacon in a while. Can you save yours? Because I think I'm the one that doesn't believe it's a five. Okay. Wow. And here's why. Okay. It's one thing. And I'm really splitting hairs because it was that good. And I think it's my favorite boiled bacon. Okay. The wild bill thing. It's Buffalo Bill yeah. in Silence of the Lambs. So I had it at a 4.75 Ooh, okay. only because of the reference of my favorite movie, Silence of the Lambs. So it's, it's not perfect. It's the only thing. Yeah. Otherwise, it is a perfect five. Along those same lines, I believe Moulin Rouge is a place, not a dance. And you said they did the Moulin Rouge. Love both references. Mm. Wow. But we've hit Shawnee for technicalities like that so we got to point them out here. and this is where i'm an idiot i've never seen silence of the yeah. lambs mm. i did not know it was a place yeah. Moulin Rouge. so you got me boyle you got ej and nobody could change the grade regardless now i will just say this a couple things i liked number one in case you couldn't pick up on it that canadian bacon is proof that boyle's a hard hat guy and you might ask <laughs> how do you know that sean could you tell he spent a lot of time at work this weekend and not some time with ladies? Boy. Boy, did he sound wound up with a couple of his references. The game happened mm. last night. <laughs> I'm talking about things he's thinking about that he's inserting into Canadian no. bacon. I'm pretty sure he's thinking about those things while he's doing those things. So uh, I don't, I don't know. The difference. I don't know. I think he's... No, nah, Shawnee's Sean, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, got, we got two weeks of dryness here. It's a, little, yeah. a moment of vulnerability from I, the kids. I do. I do think there's something again. Also. Wait, wait. Are you accidentally going to be celibate at the Bob's Bar show, even though you didn't lose the bet? Uh, that's TBD. Wow. Why, why do you think he was getting EJ some water? <laughs> <laughs> now, I have to say. Keeping all my options open. Of all the Canadian bacons, and we're coming at the end of the road here, clearly, because we've gotten in the Stanley Cup. And Caserta's has had a couple moments. Boyle's obviously had a couple moments. I'd like to think I had a couple moments. <laughs> I, for some reason, think that Issa, Yusa, or Elusa might have been my favorite baconism of the season. <laughs> it's pretty good. It was good. It was pretty good. I would have given that one six winks. So even with the deductions for the Moulin Rouge and Buffalo Bill, yeah. he's still Issa, off the charts. or Elusa. Oh. I loved that one. And then I think he actually trumped it by talking about all the good girls and boys and then sneaking in the, and the naughty girls. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was, that was my favorite part of the whole thing. And a Kegels reference that barely beat. The judges just got through the census. Just got through the census. Yeah. I did. I did look over at EJ to see if he was going to dump that. I still don't know if he did or didn't. Would, but would Bellotti have understood that to make no. a decision to dump it? <laughs> no. Okay. No. And you know what else Boyle did right out the gate that I liked? That I oftentimes try to tell myself I'm going to do, and I never remember to do it. And outside of a playoff game in Calgary, and that is. You know, when we try to come up with bacon and you write some of the puns about where the game's being played, usually based it on city, he went right to the American Airlines. We've done enough Dallas jokes mm. and then took the takeoff thing. That is just smart. I, how can I do something different here? We're That's at cerebral. Stars. Yes. It's cerebral. Now, did you know Sean had done a Three's Companies thing recently? I did. Okay. Oh. So that makes my point even more, I think, important is that you do the little hat tip to Shawnee, but then your line about afterwards, shut up, Chrissy, Jack, Eichel, make the joke yours and makes it better. Yeah. So good job there, Were those too. characters on Three's Company? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's the three. But I can't think of the other girl's name. Chrissy. Chris. No, Chrissy I had. Well, and she Jack. Was... Janet. 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 Yeah. 
That was good, man. Boyle, that was good. I, I can't sit here and be a hater. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, that, that's why that was part of the reason, getting EJ that cup of water. Schmooze him a maybe, little bit. Maybe, yeah, maybe that was that last quarter of an oink to get me over the line. <laughs> quarter of an oink. <laughs> it's been a good run of Bacon's. I'm just going through the thread. A lot of good scores lately. Well, Bacon's been good. Well, Bacon, I think we've also gotten a point where it's kind of... Perfected is the wrong word because nothing's perfective. But I think anybody that does Bacon now, <laughs> whoever your favorite Bacon, pork, king of the pork is, if it's boiled, great. If it's Caserta, great. If you still like me, great. <laughs> but I think just everybody has their niche on Bacon, and it's just like everybody just knows what they're doing. Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of are you going to stumble and make a bunch of mistakes? Am I going to have to restart the intro? <laughs> you know, that's what it comes down to. But overall, like, you're going to be entertained. And I think we have more people caring about the NHL playoffs listening to this segment than otherwise would. People checking in. You know how many times I, you know, I'm watching a hockey game and I'll get tweets? You see this? This would be good for Like, people watch hockey games with bacon on their mind. It's kind of amazing. It's I, the biggest thing for the sport since Fox Tracks. I don't, I don't think you're wrong here. I yeah. think if this was a better run league, we'd be at the Stanley Cup Finals doing bacon <laughs> live the next morning on I location. I completely agree. Or at least NHL Digital will be contacting Cap. Speaking of which, Kevin Tim Gidry tweets in, I'm trashing the fact that CBS Sports Radio can't train somebody to turn oh, on God. the stream. Enough <laughs> about the stream already. <laughs> Two and a half hours of this. I love how, deme- how celebratory this is of Cap, but also demeaning. They can't just flick it on. Right. Basically, the guy's just looking to turn on. No, like, there's all that, like, zooming in that works, a graphics department thing that goes on. And by the way, we have, I cannot stress this enough, we have trained people. Pete the body has taken the one backup to Cap and put him in his position because Pete does not want to make it apparent that two people could do the job of one behind the glass, therefore meaning when I am in this chair, Pete has to do the job by himself. It is a long play by Pete, and that is why you don't have a stream. And by the way, you know the other person who was trained to do the stream besides me? Who? K-Wall. Just returned. Oh. And guess what he's doing the rest of this week? He's in that chair. There you go. Oh, man. And are you free the rest of the week? Uh, I am not. Okay. And by the way, K-Wall, let's calm down on how well he was trained in the stream. There was a portion where he <laughs> shot just an empty chair for a segment. <laughs> That's why we send him to the minors. Exactly. Uh, Curtis tweets, and I'm trashing my boss. Dude takes a four-day weekend and sent us all a bunch of nonsense while fully expecting us to work all week. Doesn't that happen on this show? I mean, <laughs> is your boss rooting? But also... <laughs> He's not allowed to take off. I hate that. I hate when people complain that their bosses are off, but you're expected to do work. Yeah, it's your job. Also, maybe an all-time bad tweet from Dixie Landan. Hold up. Wait a minute. I pay to subscribe to Twitch, so in caps, I don't have to hear commercials. I'm helping pay that salary, although minuscule. I pay my money. We have two great hard hat guys. Have one of them fire up Twitch. Okay, Dan, I need to explain something to everybody here. Because I had to look into this. I was not aware that anybody was paying for Twitch. As it turns out, when you pay for Twitch, you're just paying Twitch. You have that access to other shows besides the DA show and CBS Sports Radio. You're not helping pay for squad here. You're helping to pay employees of Twitch. And paying is just to get access to the chat, right? Is that no, how no, it no, works? No, 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 no. It's getting... I, I thought I, it was, Twitch I think was like, a free service. It is, and I, I don't pay, and I have access to... I think it's to get into like certain... Aspects of the chat, emojis, and... Oh, that's... Well, yeah, and I think... I mean, mine's wrapped into my Amazon Prime account, I think. I've never had to I log in. that's how I, so how I have access Disneyland to it. Dan has uh, Twitch Blue, is what you're telling me. Yeah, essentially, yeah. I, I'm telling you, I made up a Twitch account. I get right in that chat. I have never paid for anything. It's verified. What's yeah. Twitch Blue? Like Twitter Blue. 
like the that's know, it? verified check. But it's spelled B L E W. So Dan, I hate to break it to you, and I pre again we appreciate everybody that watches on Twitch and YouTube. It's a great service. Cap does a great job. The video is such a great companion. But we are still a radio show. And unfortunately, your payments to Twitch for whatever you're paying for it for do not pay for any of ours. No, those those ads you hear on the audio side pay for that. All right, Caserta, what do we got? Guys, the Celtics have some questions with their season over. Namely, will Jalen Brown be back now that he's eligible for a five-year, $295 million Supermax extension? Jason Tatum was asked about the future of the team and what adjustments need to be made. You know, we had a special opportunity this year. Uh, we just fell a little bit short. It's not like we're not capable. We don't have the talent. You know, we do. Uh, you know, it just didn't go our way this year. Oh, I got, I'm going to stop you. For, I have one more tweet to read. Please, no. I... Bogues, you're going to like this one. Is it about me? No. Damn it. It actually comes back to Pete again. Oh, even you can't even Pete. You can't even leave Pete alone. He's home with a new baby. Today, Moist Pork tweets in. Oh, Guys, stop trashing no stream. At AJ Kaplan deserves a vacation as much as anyone else. That being said, who handles the stream for Maggie and Perloff? Why couldn't Pete get him? Oh, Moist, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I actually don't know the answer to this question. I am going to reveal the answer, but folks, do you know the answer to this question? Um, Yes, I do. Who handles the stream for Maggie and Perloff? That would be Stu Kovacs. Who's Stu Kovacs? He's the one who has Pete's job on Maggie and Perloff and the job EJ's doing today. Stu Kovacs double tasks. They have set him up with like the kind of touch board on how to operate the cameras and everything and trained him to while he's running the audio of the radio show is also pivoting around and running the stream. So Stu Kovacs is doing the job of both Kaplan and Pete the body at the same time. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine asking Pete to do that with no price raising come the way Stu has been asked to do that? Could So why couldn't Pete get somebody to do it? Well, that would be Pete getting himself to do it. Moist. Could we get somebody to go to Pete with this and say, will you learn it to be Kaplan's backup on the day Kaplan is out? Will you learn the system and run it Now, does this have to come from one of Pete's superiors, or can it come from anybody that's involved you know in what? this universe? Because I have somebody that I'd recommend to voice that to Pete. I, uh, I've i been pranked by bosses before. You have? Yeah, a couple times probably. Oh, his meltdown. His meltdown would be epic. Now he's possibly listening right now, so the, the, it's already not By possible, way, and he's screaming at his radio. I truthfully don't think that's right. It is a lot to ask, but the yeah. point does factor in. Why couldn't, because you'd be asking him to do that, oh. and Pete ain't going to do that. No. Oh, I also know that Jack Stern is looking for more shifts. Oh, could be man. the prodigy, could be the role that he is destined for. If you want DA to quit. <laughs> I don't know, though. He loves Jack more than anybody else. He's pitching his chicken wing recipe. He's making him a Tangier's chicken chef. He might want Jack on the, on the he, stream. No, the, Pete likes Jack because Jack's the only one that doesn't say no to him when he goes to schedule. Mm. That's why Pete likes Jack. All right, you can continue. But just, Moist, just so you know, that would be Pete the body doing that. For all of Tatum's brilliance in Game 7 against the Sixers, he was limited last night after spraining his ankle in the opening minute. Even at home, Boston never recovered, and a 103-80 final got the Heat into the finals as the first eight seed since the 1999 Knicks. 
Caleb Martin's been the go-to guy to back up Jimmy Butler. He finished the game with 26 points and 10 rebounds as the Heat avenged last year's Game 7 Conference Finals loss to these very same Celtics. You remember that type of stuff as a competitor and as an organization. And, you know, we just wanted to compete and come out and give our best effort and, and leave no regrets. And I think that's when we have that type of, you know, energy, I think, you know, things go our way. NFL with DeAndre Hopkins now free to sign anywhere. More details are coming out about his Cardinals release. Trade talks never got too deep last season because of his price tag. Apparently, the Chiefs and Bills were the only two teams that made any serious progress with the Cardinals. Hopkins also sat out the final two games last season because of a lingering knee issue with then head coach Cliff Kingsbury saying before the regular season finale that if it was an important game, Hopkins might have been able to play D-Hop has now been through four GMs in his terrific career. Unfortunately, he had to play for the Texans and then with Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray. Tough shakes. College football, SEC Commissioner Greg Sankey made his preference known as the conference and the rest of college football goes through a shakeup with the SEC expanding to 16 teams and a bigger 12-team playoff field coming. Sankey hinted that he'd like to see the conference schedule consist of nine games instead of eight. He spoke at last night's SEC spring meetings, saying that there's a chance league presidents could vote on this on Thursday. Of course, the student athletes and their grades are the number one priority. Just kidding. The biggest issue is that the ninth game many in the SEC are trying to add would reportedly not earn the conference any additional money. ESPN is becoming the SEC's main media rights holder starting in 2024. The worldwide leader is not committed to paying any additional money if the SEC added a ninth conference game. Fun to talk business while the network continues its layoffs. And two awesome comebacks around baseball last night. You guys had Michael Soroka in soundcheck in the Braves' 7-2 loss in Oakland. Went six innings in his first start since August of 2020. Earlier in the night in Chicago, Liam Hendricks returned for the White Sox after his battle with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Yeah, it was great being back out there. Getting back, putting cleats on, um, running out, doing all that. Like I felt good. I felt strong. I felt comfortable out there. Unfortunately for me, it just wasn't able to get the two-strike pitch where I wanted to. He's been an all-star three of the last four years, including the last two with Chicago. I am laughing because of the The group text I just got. (laughs) And when I first saw the name come in, I'm like, oh, no, what did I say? But it's all good. Very fun stuff. Yep. 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 Good stuff. Is that it, Craig? (laughs) Yeah, guys, that's it. Okay. When we come back, is Jimmy G even going to play for the Raiders? It's the DA Show on CBS Sports Radio. Seventeen dongs to the face this weekend, literally. And I like making them real messy, like I said, and just putting them everywhere. It's Da on CBS Sports Radio. All right, all right, all right. It's Mraz. It's Bogus. It's the Da Show on CBS Sports Radio. We got another five oinker from Patty Boyle. Five oinkers, by the way, become like baseball no hitters. You've seen a lot of them. last year, yeah, in particular. But yeah. is Boyle not there? I wanted to ask him. I feel like. His last Canadian bacon last week was not his best effort. And then he kind of demanded to do today's as if he wanted the chance Did he? to make up for it. It's almost like a pitcher saying, give me the ball. Yeah, and he got five oinks. Was there a bacon yesterday of playing a game Saturday night? I honestly don't know. Did they do any of the DA show stuff yesterday? Oh, EJ, you weren't here. I'm right here. Yeah, and, I'm right here. He eats his yogurt. What Did we do anything DA show related yesterday with Chris? 
So we did everything except Canadian bacon, and I said just because I don't want to, that's a very polarizing segment, and I feel like it's for the diehard DA show crew, so I uh-huh. don't want to do it without you guys. Okay, interesting. But we did sound check and stun- all that stuff? Did sound check. I did, you know, I put together, Greg did stun doing news. I put together analytics, epic fail. Wow. We did a throwback, you and DA going nuts on each other for the unwritten rules of baseball. Wow. Chris okay. Muller was on board with everything, man. Cool. That's good. That's good to hear. And That's in true DA show fashion, he made a couple of fat jokes about you. About me? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, we follow each other on Twitter for a long time, but he take, took shots at me being fat? Well, I feel like you kind of got to get in the club first. He knew first. all about most of the segments. And I, you know, we said that the show goes off the rails. We encourage that, and we encourage, you know, busting each other's chops. All right. All right. So he decided he took a couple shots at you. Wow. I'd like to hear these. Okay. Uh, nothing I've never heard before, I'm sure. Speaking of shots that get thrown at you, how about Jimmy Garoppolo? How about weekend? that? Good segue. <laughs> Thank you. I wasn't Thank kidding. Thank you. Jimmy Garoppolo underwent surgery after signing with the Raiders in March yeah. on his foot, and apparently there's, like, clauses in his contract where the Raiders can get out of this deal before it even starts. If he rele- if he fails another physical, he could be released. I mean, Bogues, what are we doing here? Is Garoppolo in danger of not even playing for the Raiders? And shame on me. When this first popped up last week, I thought it was just kind of funny, but not that serious. But it's serious enough where they're contractually covered for this left foot injury that he had surgery on after they agreed to pay him $75 million over three years. They took a signing bonus away. I still don't know if I'm reading the breakdown correctly of how this waiver evaporates. I think he's got to play a game and pass a physical. He's got to be active, pass a physical, be active, and not get hurt again or not get hurt again. I'm not sure what all the stipulations are, but the fact that there's an extra piece of paper at the end of his contract and they already had to redistribute money because of this after, for no reason-ish, getting rid of Derek Carr. Yeah. I mean, it's peak Josh McDaniels. They're going to be a disaster this year. Yeah, they are. Is and Tom Brady going to be their quarterback at some point? I, you really love that storyline. I am one that actually likes Jimmy Garoppolo. I think that he's been better. But the bottom line is Garoppolo is one of those guys where it's the injuries. You're always more concerned with the injuries. He never stays healthy. I think he's a better quarterback than a simple game manager like a lot of people like to pay, pay him for. But it's the injuries, man. And I don't know. how This is starting already. I don't know how the Raiders trust it. And in that arms race in the AFC, I, I really think that – we are going to get an in-season trade deadline deal with Devontae Adams. I really do believe that. I think it will be ugly fast for the Raiders, and I think that you will have him traded. Matter of fact, you want to talk – We, how much time did I spend crying about Christmas Day? <laughs> you will have an irrelevant Raider Chief game early on Christmas Day that day. Can you flex out of that bad boy? Well, you can't flex out of no, Those kidding. are set. But the point is that <laughs> outside of Raider fans, the Chief fans are really care. That will be the fine moment early – where if you're traveling wherever you are on the East Coast, you'll be okay missing Raiders. So that's, yeah, that's the first game. So you could punt on that game to give your family some Christmas and then be like, yeah. but I got to be free by 4 yeah. Eastern but, time. But again, that's not bad. 10 a.m. West Coast, not easy to be totally done unwrapping gifts and stuff No, like but that. If, if is Jared Stidham on that roster? Like if if some non-Jimmy Garoppolo is throwing passes to Hoyer, an, man. Un- Brian an unhappy Devontae Adams, keep opening presents. It's Brian Hoyer. Oh. He's still kicking around at 38 years old. Of course he is. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? 
Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.